welcome back to another episode of Riding the Wall with your undisputed tag team champions of the podcast world. Um, back again, and we've got got a little bit to talk about this week. You know, I mean, not much, but we do at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it's championship time. Yeah, it's you know? playoff time. Yeah, it's so. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a, it's a different uh, different feeling. Mm-hmm. The air is a little different now. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, did you have a good congratulations week to all the Chase Elliott fans. Yeah, big big <laughs> congratulations to all of them. I'll uh, I'll start it off like that. What, what were you thinking when uh, you were watching Daytona? I was I was thinking, don't wreck Blaney, don't wreck Blaney, don't wreck Blaney, because <laughs> <laughs> you'd pick Blaney right in the, in the fantasy standings. Yeah, yeah, and he was up front for a long time. He was time. doing good. He did and, and, good. And then you know, I mean, there was a there was a time in that race where he's like, oh, I'm not getting. I'm, I'm not comfortable with this, and he jumped to the outside and rode back a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that car was just so fast it couldn't help but to get back up front. Yeah, well, it's got a twelve on the side, right? Of it. Yeah, right, and it's a Ford, so I mean, it's like it's a mm-hmm. right back up front, and he couldn't help it. Here comes oh Ty Gibbs mm-hmm. getting tapped on the back, couldn't control his car. I mean, I can't say it, it, it was all on him, you know, Bell. Bell, yeah, I was gonna say. I think I think Bell Bell got into him. Yeah. I mean, but I mean that's it's a super speedway race. It's gonna be you can't punish the guy for that. I guess. I mean, it's it's gotten away from some of the greats, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was just it was my bullet to take for the fourth week in a row. So I took yeah. it and just I, I mean. How bad were you cussing when that happened? Oh, you you know how bad well, I was I know cussing. How bad. <laughs> it's like I was on the phone with you and HR for a minute. Well, yeah, with he, HR. Well, <laughs> I'm going to tell on HR, but I'll do that a little bit later. Um, but I'll tell you, I mean, uh, probably my biggest takeaway. Um, it was a great race. I enjoyed it. Enjoyed the shit out of it. Um, I think I even messaged you during the race. I said, I, or before the race, saying. I think this might be one I try to do in the next year, or the year after, you know. Yeah. Try to do that one. Um, but biggest takeaway: uh, glad Ryan Priest is okay. That was a nasty, nasty yeah. wreck. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm glad Blaney and Priest. Right. Both of them were just. Blaney took a hard wrecks. hit. You and know. what got me about Blaney's wreck, and I said this as soon as it happened. Um, it looked so much like Dale Earnhardt's wreck. It was scary how much it simulated his wreck. Um, but obviously we have a lot more safety features now than what we did back then. But you can still tell that Blaney, when he got out of that car, he was rattled. Yeah, he, oh yeah. I'm not going to say he was hurt, but he wasn't. Well, I mean, when they sh- He was hurt, but he wasn't hurt. You yeah. know what I mean? He, he, he wasn't may have injured. had some. He wasn't injured, but he was. Shook. He was. He was rattled. Yeah. You know. I mean, it. He. He may have had a concussion. I mean, they haven't said whether he did or not, but you could just tell his eyes were glassy, his face and everything was red. And I was well, a little worried about him. Well, whenever uh, they showed the in-car camera, I mean, it, it, it was nasty. I mean, he he was, what, fifteen feet away from the wall, and you know this goes right back to. Um. Who was it that? Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson, uh, was it? Yeah, right hooking. Yeah, somebody. right hooking, and which you know this this instance wasn't Ty Gibbs out there doing it to 
be a dick. You know, right, it, it, it was just, just happened. A, just it was a racing deal. It was a right hook. But that shows you. Well, how, I don't even think, well. I mean, it was. He came down and just like that. And, I mean, before Blaney could even realize his car was sideways, his car went like this. And, boom, he was, dri- he was driving 200 miles into the wall. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just, and you could see that impact on that in-car camera. Mm-hmm. It was nasty. Yeah. It was, I mean, you could see. When they showed it in slow motion, you could see how much that wall moved. Rippled, yeah. It was like a and, foot and a half, two foot. It probably pushed back, maybe yeah. more than that. And then, and then for it to ripple on both sides, yeah. a good like a wave, like how far it rippled. Yeah, Man, it, it probably just, went close to fifty to seventy-five feet. Rippled each way. You oh know? yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, it was like it was like a wave of water. Just it's like in uh, slow motion. When you see somebody get punched in the face, and then boxers, how their face yeah. ripples, and, uh-huh. and you know, just the the wave goes back. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's that was just a hellacious wreck to see. Um, like I said, glad he's all right, and that's the second nasty hit that he's taken this year. Remember, I think it was at was it Nashville or St. Louis where he hit the inside wall. Yeah, and he yeah. hit it a ton. There was no safer barrier there, and he said that was the hardest hit he's ever taken. So that was the second one this year that he's really, really been rattled. So, um, but that was a horrible. Ra- and you could see when he hit the wall, his back tires went up in the air yeah. about a foot. And luckily, his car came back down. Like what it didn't do. Nobody got under him. Right. You know. You know, and and all the flaps on the car came up to keep it down. So, and like I said, nobody got under him to kind of push him and roll him up, barrel roll him on top of the field. So it could have been a whole lot worse. But, but it was still nasty. Ryan Priest. And, go ahead. You know, with Ryan Priest's accident, that was just they, ten flips, you know, that they counted. That was... Uh, four between leaving the ground and touching the ground on one jump. Yeah. Four flips hit the ground and six flips individual, but four at one time. Could you imagine being along for that ride? That's all you can, I mean... I mean, yeah, that's all you can do. You just sit there and take but, it, but... I just mean... Just the feeling of, you know, that's... You're helpless. Yeah, and obviously I've never been, you know, me, me... I can't even talk. Me or you, neither one have been in that situation, but they always say, you know, it's the scariest when you quit hearing the tires squeal. That's when you know... You're airborne. You're in the air, so... Um, you know, to be riding sideways and to hear that squalling, that's one thing, and then to hear it go silent... And, and like you a, can, you know, you, you can see it all start to turn over and, and all that to know that you are doing 190 miles an hour and you're getting ready to start rolling. I couldn't imagine what that feeling is like. And it reminded me a lot of uh, way back in the day, Rusty Wallace's flip Down, at the Daytona 500. Yeah, yeah I mean, because he barrel rolled I don't know how many times. And this one, I think this one looked worse. Yeah, um, but it, it reminded me a lot of that, and and speaking of Priest, that's the second bad wreck that he's taken this year too. You yeah. know, at, was it at Talladega earlier this year when he hit Larson, T Bone Larson? You know, he had that in car camera where he just really got rocked. Yeah, and uh, but this one was scary. You know, I mean, it was it was scary. Have, did you hear the? Uh, it's probably the worst wreck I've seen since Austin Dillon went airborne. Maybe Ryan Newman. Uh, yeah, you yeah, know, both of them were. Yeah, you know, both of them were pretty scary, but it was, you know, I was I was really confused, and and I agree with the way NASCAR the safety team handled it, but 
You know, it took him a couple of minutes to get Ryan Priest out of the car, but, you know, when we was watching it there on TV, Ryan Priest was on his feet with his helmet off outside the car, and next thing you know, they just put him on a gurney, taking him to the hospital. Yeah. You know, which I get. Probably need to do it to mm-hmm. precaution, but usually when somebody goes to the hospital, something's wrong. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, it's not just the infield care center. Right. Or, yeah. But, you know, he was on his feet talking i mean maybe he was talking silly or talking out of his head and they thought well let's get him on a gurney something's wrong yeah you know we don't know but did you hear the in car the the radio communication right after that wreck i seen it somewhere sure i don't I remember. Did, I can't remember i don't remember where i seen it at but um i think it was the crew chief said hey can you hear me you know or how are you doing or he said something like that how, how are you doing or whatever he said and there was nothing. It was like dead silence for like 15 seconds. And then he said it again. He's like, are you all right, bud? You know, talk to me. Dead silence for 15 seconds. I was like, holy shit, can you imagine that crew chief's feeling right now? And and then he, I think he said it a third time. Key up your radio if you can hear me. He didn't ask him to talk. He just said, hey, just let me know something's going on in that car, basically. Nothing. And then... Uh, and. After about 15 more seconds. I mean, this went on for almost a minute. And then, like, after 15 more seconds, I think the spotter came over the radio and said, he's out of the car. So, and he's he's on his feet and out of the car. So, that was their first moment of knowing that he's okay. Um, and it took me a moment, because they were showing it right there on TV, and you had right. all these safety people around him. You couldn't hardly find him. He was the one guy without the helmet on. But it took a little while to find him. Yeah. I so, remember. Yeah. I thought that was a little bit. Um, but I wonder if something, you know, I mean, obviously, he was okay enough to stand on his feet. I wonder if there's something that messed with communications or something that he couldn't hear any of this. Yeah, know, I mean, it very well could have. That would be scarier than hell. I mean, you, you know, I mean, it'd be scary to be the person trying to communicate with him and not get nothing back. But you know, you also got the the friends and the family watching at home or watching the track side or yeah you know i mean, I mean it's you it's, could have a significant other on top of the tool on top of the box you right know, waiting listening to that rate same radio communication so, so i mean it's a yeah you know it's those races and those instances that puts everybody back into reality that these guys are going out there week in and week out and putting their lives on the line and mm-hmm. you know doing doing what they choose to do because they love it yeah which, after thinking about it, you know, like the next day, you think back on these wrecks. I mean, two of the most um, nastiest wrecks in NASCAR history. Not, I'm not talking about Blaney and Priest's, but I'm talking about like Earnhardt or like a, an Austin Dillon or a, a Rusty Wallace doing all the flips. You know, those Kislowski come at different times. Yeah, Kozlowski, Carl Edwards. Edwards. Yeah. Things like that. I mean, when you, when you think back to really bad wrecks, you can pinpoint one here and one there. And Michael and it, Waltrip at Bristol, that was... Yes. I mean, there was nothing left of the car. I mean, it was like... I don't know how... I don't know how he survived. I don't know how somebody five foot tall would have survived it, but let alone somebody six five, like right. Michael, you know? <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I mean, there was nothing left of that car, but nothing. the roll cage and him, it was just... You could just see him right there sitting there. I was yeah. like, holy crap. It, yeah, but things like nuts. that... But and, and things like that that you can go back and you can think of this and that, and that but they all happen at different times. So to have two of those wrecks in the same race, it's like, you know, 
what are we doing? It's, I know it's, it, both of them are just racing incidents. It's nobody's really to blame. Nobody's at fault. It just happens. You know, that's, that's part of the deal. You know, you go to these super speedways and you get that kind of stuff. Um, obviously we don't want to see it, but it's part of it. Well, and that just, you know, this also tells people, you know, and, and most people I think know it, most NASCAR fans, but it doesn't have to be an airborne crash to be scary and dangerous. You nope. know, I mean, just like you mentioned, we'll go, I mean, we all seen Dale Earnhardt's accident. And that one know? didn't look bad at all. It didn't look bad at all, mm-hmm. you know, but it doesn't take a horrific flashy accident to end somebody's life or career and Uh, and it's crazy because some wrecks that like Earnhardt's it didn't look bad it turned out to be fatal and then some wrecks that just look totally horrific like I don't know if you remember seeing McDowell this was probably 10 years ago at Kansas I think it was I think his throttle stuck he was qualifying he's the only one on the track and he just went plowing it I mean I thought for sure he was going to be dead just the sound of that wreck you know and he got out and walked away so it's like some of the most horrific wrecks you've ever seen these guys are just getting out walking away but some of the some of the non the 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 wrecks that don't look so bad they could be some of the worst ones but which you get to thinking about that it's like i don't know and like you said earlier, it was a good race, but I don't know if I like this kind of racing. As far as the Daytona Talladega train racing, um, you don't like it for what reason? Because it's hard to pass. It, it or? doesn't seem like, and I know I'm gonna be talking out of both sides of my mouth here, but it doesn't seem like there's a lot of. It almost seems like whoever's got the biggest balls is gonna come out in front. You know what I mean? Who is not scared to put it up front? At 200 miles an hour. No, I think that falls under strategy. You know, because when are you going to... Well, at what point in the race... You know, Hamlin did it. And Hamlin does it all the time. Yeah, but, he falls back to the back. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm getting uncomfortable. And he, <laughs> he jumps to the middle and there he goes to the back. You know, but... You know, I, I don't want to make fun of him for getting scared, but... <laughs> right. You know. But, well, but it, it's also... I think it's also strategy. Yeah. He, he's up there with a bunch of young... I'm not going to say rookies, but he's up there with a bunch of young drivers. And... You look what happened with Bell and Gibbs and Blaney. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they were right there in the front. You know, any three, of the, any one of them three had a strong enough car to win, but it just took one little instance and one good. little bump through everything. Oh, off. Yeah, yeah, and and Hamlin knows that. You know, yeah. I mean, he's not a. How many times he won Daytona? I mean, five, oh, six. I mean, something like that. But I mean, he he hasn't done that because he. He gets scared, you know. It's a, it's one of them things. I think he just he feels that energy, and he knows who's around him. Yeah. And he makes a smart call sometimes, and heads to the back. And I wish Blaney would have done it a second time. I wish Blaney would have went to the back. Yeah. Uh, I got lucky. I picked Logano, and he was out front before that, and then he kind of went towards the back. Yep. I guess he felt something too you know something just ain't right up here and i'm i'm gonna get out of the way but i think from trying to explain how i'm thinking and my thoughts on this i i I like the racing they're fun to watch but i think it's fun because you know that that big one is probably gonna happen but do we want it to happen you know 
you know what I mean? It's kind of like a, it's, it's a double-edged sword, I guess. But, you know, years ago, we brought restrictor plates into this sport for a reason. Because these guys were out there qualifying, doing 212, almost 215 miles an hour. These cars, all you got to do, you know, they're almost airborne. Some Bill, of them were think, going airborne. Bill Elliott set a track speed record at 220. Mm -hmm, that'll yeah. never be broken. Yeah. Uh, they just won't allow it to be broken. And, and I'm good with that. You know, we don't need... We don't need to be racing airplanes on a track because, I mean, at that speed, you stick your arm out the window, your car's going to go in the air. You, you know, you're adding wings to your car. But, you know, so we brought restrictor plates into the sport for a reason to slow these cars down so they don't go airborne as much. But when we slow them down, we bunch them up. And when we bunch them up, we get, we are... We're kind of asking for it, you know, and it's not like we're bunching them up. We're keeping the field within um, 15 seconds of each other, half a track, half a lap from each other. We're we're keeping these guys all in the same the turn. Top, the top 30 cars are 0.5 seconds, if right. that. They were one, the top 30 cars, <clears throat> cars number from from later to number 30. There was a 1.8 second difference. Yeah, and that's 1. crazy. 8. You can't fathom what that is unless you're there and you see that that pack of cars, a blur of cars, go in front of you, yeah. and it and by the time you blink your eye, they're gone. You know. So, to me, it's like I think it has to be done. That that's kind of where I come from because, like you know, we've talked about it before. These are the best in the world, and that's what we want out there. So I mean, I think you've got to have those guys that can do the short track. You gotta have the guys that can do the road courses. Now they've added street course. Now they've added dirt. You know, they're. I mean, we're NASCAR fans. We always say it. They gotta be the best in the world. Right. I mean, we're kicking Formula. We're kicking IndyCar. We're kicking NHRA. Kicking them all right in the balls because mm -hmm. NASCAR is the best drivers. So we're gonna do what we got to do to prove that we got the best drivers. Yeah. So I mean, going 200 miles an hour train racing like it i think it has to be done they all take that risk i would take that risk i would take the risk i would i'm, I'm not, not saying say, i wouldn't be puckered up the whole i don't think we <laughs> the need whole time <laughs> I, I don't think we need any more i think two daytonas and two talladegas in a 30 or 6 race season mm -hmm. is enough i agree with that you know um i think that's enough but i just think i mean i know and it and it doesn't matter what track you're on i mean even the local dirt tracks all these drivers know that when they step in that car, it could be the last time. Yeah, I mean, every driver knows that. You don't, you don't have that. to be on a super speedway to. No, to you end. can. I mean, we've seen people. There's been deaths at, at local tracks Salem, all over the place. Town, I mean, you know, Salem. Yeah, there was one. The high banks of Salem over here had one. It might have been 20 years ago now, but you know, I mean, just freak accidents can can kill these guys. But a lot of times, those are the cars not built the way it should be built you know it's a shade tree mechanic throwing a car together to go out here on the on the, the local tracks but when you start talking about nascar guys on these super speedway you know the cars are built they're built as safe as they can be and, and always looking for and always looking for ways to make them better yeah you know i mean well uh, we're, we're trying to make them a little faster and we're trying to make them a little safer as much as we can in this new age of technology you know we have everything at our disposal now we just got to find it. So getting to that point, 
of finding. I mean, it, racing is never going to be safe. extremely safe. Yeah. I mean, it's way more safer than There's it used to be. be I mean, risk. if you go and look at these, you look at an old car from the 1970s or 80s, a NASCAR. There's nothing in there. The I mean, only difference these, was I think they were probably heavier. Maybe. Yeah, I'm sure they were probably heavier. Yeah. They, were, they were. They were. They were steel bodied, but like the seats looked like <laughs> factory seat. seats. They looked like a factory seat <laughs> out of a '78 Buick, you know, and. The seat, seat belt across your waist. was just a lap belt, yeah. <laughs> Open face helmet, and these guys are out there turning 170 miles an hour at Talladega or Daytona, but they wasn't train racing. You know, there was space between these cars, which I think helped out a lot for for injuries. Now, if the car if the car wrecked, they were good possibility they were going to get hurt, but right. They wasn't train racing, it wasn't pack racing, it wasn't... The tires wasn't as safe as what we got now. That's that's true, too. The seats, the safety devices, you know, the flaps. You know, I mean, there's so much that has changed, but I don't think we're ever going to eliminate the risk. No, and and I I don't want to eliminate the risk, because that's part, that's what... That's the part that makes it'd these be, guys well, I mean, godly be, figures. You know, you know what I mean. They're, I mean, it'd be the NBA or something if yeah, <laughs> if there wasn't any right. You know, I mean, muscles. But you know, I mean, these guys are. You know, they're taking the risk. They know that that they're risking their lives for our entertainment. Well, and it's also you know, and even when we see it on TV, but even more so when we go to these races and and see it and experience it, but. Before every race, you know, they, they do the invocation, the prayer, they do the uh, national anthem, they, uh, you know, the Pledge mm-hmm. of Allegiance. Uh, you know, I mean, they do, they do, do the pledge. They do it all. You know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> right? it's like a 20 minute, then they do the flyover, yeah. you know. But there's a reason for all that, you know. And, and you see all these, you see all these drivers down there on, on pit row where, you know, they're going to get in their cars, get the command, but they're most of the time they're down there with their wives or their girlfriends, their kids, you know, and there's a reason for that. Yeah. You know, when, when these, when the NBA players and the NFL players and all that stuff, when they run it out on the field, you know, and they announce their team, they're not, they're not coupling their wives and their kids and stuff like that because I mean, yeah, things can happen like DeMar Hamlin last year. Yeah, but there's a reason that these drivers are out there with their wives and kids and moms and dads and stuff like that because I mean it just just takes one time. Yeah, it just takes one time. Um, hopefully we don't ever see it again, but um, I think it's inevitable. Not not necessarily the deaths, but accidents the are accidents gonna they're going to happen. It's part of the sport. And you're going to have it in every race. You know. <clears throat> When you got 36 of the best in the world, every one of them in their head thinks, that's my track and why are you in my way? So they're going to move somebody and things could happen. But I just... Well, we knew when it got down closer to the end of that race. I mean, you, you, you know it's coming. You yeah. know, because somebody's got to make a move. These mm-hmm. these drivers aren't out there to have accidents. Right. They're out there to win the race. And that's what they're willing to do to win a race. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what makes them who they are. Right. Uh, they're willing to take that chance and jump big, out of line. Because there's a big, nice trophy there at the finish line. Yeah, there is. <laughs> nice payday, nice bragging rights. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot there. If if you get the call 
I'm just throwing this out there. Just a question just popped in my head. If you got the call and you said, hey, let's say Wildest Dreams, Tony Stewart calls you up and said, hey, I've got, oh, her, I've got a ride. Time. That ain't Wild Dream. Okay. <laughs> if he called you up and said, hey, I've got a seat, come drive my car. We'll have you ready for Daytona. Are you getting in that car for the paycheck? Are you getting in that car for the pride? Or are you getting in that car for the trophy? What do you get? What is the number one reason you're getting in that car for? Number one is because it's been a dream of mine since I've been young. I I, I would love to get. I, I, fuck the pup. Fuck the money. You know what I'm saying? That's the last thing I'm concerned about. But I mean, if if I could go in, if I could r- just run a car at Daytona, that'd be a dream come true. But to win a trophy and have those have that pride the rest of my life that'd be awesome too yeah but i mean you know i love my family hands down more more than anything lisa the kids all five of them mom mm-hmm. dad bert lisa the whole every bit of them mm-hmm. i wouldn't even say hey you mind if i do this <laughs> i wouldn't because if I got an opportunity like that and Lisa or mom or the kids or said some said something like, I don't want you to do this I would I would I would almost not do it if it was the kids that said it. But I probably still would. <laughs> but because I, I mean, I would have to go the rest of my life, knowing I missed out on, and I don't think any of. I, I know Lisa would tell me not to do it, hands down. She would say, "Yeah, don't. Yeah, ain't happening. Don't." And I'd have to be explaining to her exactly why I'm doing it, why I'm putting my helmet on and getting in the car. <laughs> would you think she would let you do it week two after she's seen the check? No, I don't think she's a money person. No. I think she's more of a your well-being person. Right. Which, which. She don't I, I want, applaud she, that. She don't want me to do the crown series. Uh, really? Yeah. Did you tell her we're going to go out there and kick that's ass? She knows. Okay. I don't have to tell her. I mean, she... <laughs> She's going to be sitting right there watching, right? She says she won't go. Really? She says she couldn't even stand to watch. She's... She just... I've had her watch some. Is she know. Is she the kind of person She's that is... She's scared anytime somebody gets a, around me. But she says it's more of... I know how you drive, and <laughs> when when you put competition into it, it changes things. Yeah, and, damn uh, right it does. Right. That's the so, whole point of putting a fence around these yahoos, you know, and a cage around them. I would do it, if I had the opportunity, I would do it strictly for the trophies and the glory. Absolutely. You know, I mean... I might run 15th every week. I might run 35th every yeah, week. But you know, I'm going to have the biggest smile on my face when I crawl out of that car thinking that I'm doing what I love to do. I don't have to clock in and work for somebody else. I don't mind working for a Roger Penske or a Jack Roush or a Richard Childress or somebody like that. Hey, you throw me a car out here, I'm going to put it up front. Absolutely. I'm going to Ricky Bobby this son bitch, you know. Um, but I just just wanted to throw that out there. Just No, it would. None of, I don't think... I'm going to tell you, I raced locally here for, you know, 10 years or so at Brownstown. Um, now, my first night out on the track, you know, you, you, you talked about how Lisa wouldn't go, and I was just kind of com- 
kind of comparing this to what I had. My dad, because when I first got out there, I knew nothing about cars. So my dad had to do most of the work on the car. And it wasn't a great car. It was just what we could afford at the time. It was just something to get me out there on a track to see if I'm going to be scared of it or not. Because I have seen people who are not scared of anything on the highway get out there on the racetrack. Scared. They can't do it, yeah. you know. And uh, so I was nervous as hell. I mean, I was shaking like a leaf on a tree. I, I couldn't. My it'd be, mind it'd be was scarier if you wouldn't, though. Right. And Dad knew that, but I didn't at the yeah. time. But, uh, I mean, I was nervous because of what I was about to go through, but I wasn't backing away from it at all. I was excited about it. I was just nervous. Now, my dad, was he, he smoked, and he smoked probably two packs of cigarettes at the track that night before I ever got out on the track. He was just so nervous because he raced when he was younger um, down in Louisville, but uh, so he didn't do the dirt stuff, but he knew what I was getting ready to go through, and he didn't know... He was more nervous watching me do it than him actually being in a car himself, right? right? Well, I mean, that's your kid, you know? Yeah, and he was scared to death. But um, but my wife, on the other hand, had no qualms about it whatsoever. You know, there was many times she would record me because I wanted to see from the I knew what the car felt like it was doing, but I wanted to see from the outside what's it doing, you know, what's, what's it look like? Is there a line that maybe I'm missing? Is the car bouncing? Could it be better? You know, I, I wanted to get a view from the outside, so I had to record some races there for a while. She had no sense of me being in danger whatsoever. She has, the, <laughs> and it's funny, I make fun of her now, but she has this little, she has this thing. She likes trees, you know, just the beauty of trees, whatever that is. You know, she has that. And at the track, you know, you got all the lights, and over at Brownstown, you got all kinds of trees back sure. there in the pits and stuff. She, there was many times that we'd be under caution or something, and you'd see the camera just going up to these trees where the light's shining on the trees, and she's just looking at the trees with the camera. I'm like, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> you're out there to record the trees. Show, put me, <laughs> point it back at the car, woman. But, uh, but she had no. I was on fire one time. She, she's holding the camera. Is he okay? Oh, oh. Oh, he is out? Lisa, okay, he's Lisa, out. That's Lisa, good. That's, that's my husband. As long as he's out, okay, we're good. Yeah. I'm like, didn't scare you whatsoever that I was on fire, did it? Nope. <laughs> but, you know, that, that's good in a way because she knew you was going to go out there regardless if she was scared or not. Yeah, she So, did. yeah, I mean, you got something else. You don't need one more thing on your mind like, you know, I'm trying to do this. I know she's worried. I know, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. So... But Lisa, she just she worries about everything. So, and that's not always a bad thing. But no. she's just not the type that could be comfortable, have fun, and enjoy herself if I was out there doing anything like that. But she knows it's coming. You know, it's. Would she eventually join you at the track if she sees how much fun you're having? I don't know. I think she would. You know, might take a little bit, but she'll yeah. get there. Yeah. 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 You'll have that. Yeah, that's all so, right it's uh we'll it'll see. be all right lisa it's uh yeah, we'll he'll be happens. fine he'll be fine but you know and i told her i said worst case scenario worst case let's let's say the worst happened i've got a lot more chance of the worst happening out there on highway 62 than i do on that track oh yeah you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so would you rather me you know it's always a risk no matter if you're you know 
it's a stop sign next to your house or if you're going down the interstate or the highway or if you're on a racetrack yeah but i mean if it was going to happen wouldn't you be happy it happened with a smile on my face yeah you know what i mean oh so, yeah i know exactly what you mean <laughs> instead of some road rage prick mm-hmm. you know i had a woman pull out in front of me today just i mean i'm doing 50 miles an hour down the highway she's sitting at a stop sign it's like so she pulled up to the stop sign and she just looked left i was coming from her right she just looked to the left and just moseyed out like 20 miles an hour right got right in front of me you know i mean and i was like i ain't letting off you know (laughs) and my suv was a lot bigger than hers Mm -hmm. and when she looked up in the rear view and saw that you know then she got on it and i I laid on the horn real hard but you know i mean it's shit like that you know there's so many fucking idiots out there oh yeah and bad drivers are my biggest pet peeve biggest hands down like when somebody does something that endangers someone i want to drag them out of the car just beat them just beat the brakes off Uh, just not stop yeah you know but anywho so we're going to darlington well is there anything else you want to talk about with daytona i think we it was an exciting race. Um, it was a good race. Um, Congrats to Busher for pulling out another one. Congrats to Brad yeah, for pushing him. Three out of five that at uh, Busher has won. Yeah, and, I mean? and again, just like we said in the past, when Busher's doing good, Brad's right behind him. Right there with him. You know, when one's doing bad, which they haven't done much bad this year. No, they haven't done a lot. I mean, I'm sure there's a few races where we can look back and be like, yeah, they both sucked right here. But, but that, that's it few was and early far between. Few and far between. And I think these uh, this playoff is going to be pretty good with them two in it, because you know I think Brad's just going to keep pushing Busher to. I mean, I to think, the front. I think they're pushing each other mentally. Yeah, you know, what and I'm it's saying? it's just it's a matter just, of had Brad a, been in front of Busher towards it, the end, Busher would have pushed him to the win. Right. So it's just a matter of who gets there. Let's just push the other one to the finish line, and I think with these playoffs. It's going to be pretty good. You know, pretty interesting to watch those two go through it because I think even if one of them falls out, the other one, like let's say Brad lasts longer in the playoffs than, than Busher does. I think Busher is going to make sure he's behind him, pushing him every race just to try and... Well, I mean, they've been inseparable this whole season. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, if if one's doing bad, they're both doing bad because they're back there trying to figure it out together. Yeah. If they're up front, they're in first and second, second, third, third and fourth. They're right there together. Yeah. And, and it's going to be fun to watch because they're going to be inseparable, these yeah, next ten races. Those are, my opinion, those are the only two teammates on the cup circuit that are on the same page. Yeah, that are actually playing for the team. Yeah. Not for the name on the jersey, yeah. Because, name I mean, you got, you got Blaney and Logano are in there, but I think... Those two will. How, how how many times do you see them at Daytona pushing each other? Saturday you don't. night, right? You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I mean, some you know, if they get close to each other, if happenstance, right? You know, they're going to push each other. But that's not the plan. Meet up and then let's go to the front. Yeah, if we run into each other, let's push each other. You know, yeah. Brad and Chris, you couldn't separate them. If one went to the back, they was both going. If one went to the middle, they was both there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you just they yeah. made it happen. They yeah. didn't. It's um, so to finish up on Daytona. I thought it was a great race. I'm just not a fan 
of the train racing. I mean, it's exciting to watch, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it, I'm, I'm mixed a, emotions about it. It's stagnant to watch. Yeah. You know, in I, spurts. I, yeah. It's a, uh, you know, it just gets mind numbing after. 30 laps of it you know yeah. what i'm saying nobody's made a move the only way somebody's gonna get past is if they jump out of line or and it gets know. exciting when that third line somebody creates that third line a few guys yeah. jump up there well let's see what that has you know and it'll run for a, a lap or two and then they'll dissipate and go back I, into two i, I like it because the speed i like it because you know you're gonna see what the tires can do how many laps they can handle you're gonna you're gonna have green flag pit stops. You're, you're, I mean, you're gonna have that third line. You're gonna, I mean, there's a lot of things I enjoy about it, but I mean, you don't have that. You know, how many races do we see a year where the lead, like Kyle Larson, is notorious for it? He'll be leading a race by freaking seven <laughs> or eight seconds. I mean, he'll he'll have everybody. That's, I mean, if the top 12 cars were the only ones on the lead lap, you know? Yeah. I mean, number 13 was a lap down because he'd already lapped the 13th place car. Like you we've know? seen at Wilkesboro. Right. I mean, it's mm -hmm. it's ridiculous. So I like I like those speedways for that reason. Um, every once in a while, you got to let these cars just open up and breathe and let them eat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Other than that downshift in every turn. and So, I mean... I think it's. I don't think we need more than what we've got. What we've got yeah. two at Daytona, two at Talladega, and just leave it there. Um, got another exciting one coming up. Yeah, Darlington's going to be interesting. The Lady in Black. Oh yeah. And if you ain't minding your P's and Q's at Darlington, she's going to come out and slap you around, and let you know it. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, one of them drivers, I can't remember which one on the paint scheme, has got a Lady in Black. I think it's Chase Briscoe. Really? Yeah, it's a lady in black paint scheme. Now I seen I was thumbing through them paint schemes last night, and I noticed that his was black and gray, but I didn't really stop to look at it to see what he, all it he's had on he's it. running the High Point mm -hmm. uh, logo, but I think it's High Point and it's a combination of the lady in black for Darlington. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool. Oh, speaking. Uh, Jump it back just for one quick second. Ford okay. Ford got its sixth win. It did. It yeah. did. Oh yeah. <laughs> got ten more races to go. I mean, Ford could catch Chevy. Ford is about to pass Toyota, and I would love to see that. Yeah. I mean, I mean just because, you know, Ford or Chevy. I'm fine with either one, but I'm America. more of a Chevy guy. That's right. America, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm one of those old school guys. <laughs> um Toyota with seven Toyota has more than Ford, and that just don't sit well with me. It but. was seven, wasn't it? Or no, it was six and two. When Ford had two, it was six and yeah. two. Yeah, so thanks to Chris Buescher, Ford is getting back on the map and, and fighting for second place. But what worries me is Chevy, they jumped out there to 12 quick, and it's like, you know, they off. threw out 12, and they've just been kind of riding around, it seems mm -hmm. like. I mean, they're, they're at 13 now, but... Chevy hit. I thought the way they were going. miles and took a shit. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of seems like that because they jumped out to twelve early, and I thought, my gosh, at this pace, we're gonna have like Chevy's gonna have twenty something wins by the end of the year. But no, then they just kind of dropped off, and Toyota started reeling them off, and now Ford's reeling them off. Um, so with this RFK resurgence, I think you know 
They're dangerous, man. They I are mean, dangerous because I mean they're they're a legitimate threat for this playoffs. And I mean three out of five races. Yeah. Chris Buescher. So, I mean you got Richmond, you got Michigan, and and if it wasn't Chris Buescher, it was going to be his teammate that won. If Chris yeah. Buescher blew a tire, mm-hmm. Brad was in second every one of the races. Yeah. Brad was right there. So, I mean, it would not surprise me if Ford reels off a few more wins. Um, I'm, I'm already lost our bet, or not really our bet, well, but our, our, our prediction. Our prediction, yeah. yeah. And you're, I, you're right I, on the money right now. Right now, I'm on the money. But now, I, hope, I hope they double it. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say now, how many do you think they'll finish with? we got ten races left. we got and ten races six. left. I have five of them. You think they'll win five of the next ten? Yeah. So they'll end with eleven. Yeah. That's ballsy, I know. It is but ballsy. But look at the look at the Fords that are in there. Well, let's take a look at them. Busher, Brad, Logano, Blaney, McDowell, Harvick. How many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six. Six out of sixteen are Fords. They got a good chance. I mean, two two of the next three races should be very easy for Busher and Brad. You think Dar- Darlington, Darlington and Bristol. Bristol? I mean, he won Bristol last year. It was his only win of the season last year. I don't think a Ford's going to win any one of those three. No. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, for Darlington, I. I mean, I would love to see Harvick win at Bristol. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. because. Oh, we're going to be there. Yeah. yeah. I mean. We're, I mean, I mean, we'll be in victory lane with him if that happens. You damn know, right. But, uh, <laughs> we'll bring some bush light and we'll be ready to go. Absolutely. <laughs> I got a cooler that'll hold 168 beers. We will be in victory we'll lane. We'll be there for the night. Um, I just, I don't know. It's going to get interesting. You know? I, th- I think I think Ford can take, what did I say, five or six? I think you said five. Five. Yeah, give them 50%. That's ballsy. Yeah. That's a ballsy prediction. I think they're going to win maybe three. You got three? I think maybe. Yeah. I'd say maybe five. three. And I think they'll do five easily. Really? Yeah. Now, I, I am I, I am think on the train that RFK has found something. They'll take the Charlotte Roble. They'll take Bristol. They'll take they Talladega. They could take Talladega. They will. So, I mean, there's three of my five right there. And I think they'll take Phoenix. You think so? There's my four out of five. Okay. So, give me four of them right there off the bag. I'll throw them them five. You're thinking that 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 one might just come sporadically here or there. You never know when it's going to happen. I mean, they could pull a Martinsville other hat, you know. They could. They could. Um, I don't know. I just don't see it. I don't see it happening. But... Who knows? Who knows? But you know, we we, we talked about this, and and Stuart Haas hasn't found it. No, none of the Fords have found it except for RFK. Exactly. They've done something. They they have figured it out. RFK had. I'm a Stuart Haas. I'm a, I'm 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 a champion of smoke, man. You know that. Mm-hmm. I'm a Briscoe guy. I'm a Blaney guy. I'm a Harvick guy. Those guys. And their teams haven't figured it out. No. And I don't think Brad Kay's coming off the secret either. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Not till this season is over. <laughs> so, 
you know, we talked about it early on. Chevy was kicking everybody's ass. Um, Toyota was, wasn't was far behind them, you know. I mean, just Ford was sucking hind tit, you know. I mean, they couldn't figure that. They couldn't figure out how to get to the track, I don't think. Yeah. And, and you know, we was talking about it. I said, when, when they figure it out, watch out. And lo and behold, it was a two-person team, you know. And I wouldn't have thought it, it would have been them. Yeah, I would have thought it'd have been a. I would have thought it'd been Penske, Penske or Stuart Haas or something like that that figured it out. Yeah, but I just don't think Stuart Haas is. I just don't think their heart's in it right now. It don't seem. And like I it. think it's going to take a push from Ford to help them get back into it. And and I think that could happen next year. I think um, with the lull that we've seen from Ford, I think I think the manufacturer is going to come into it and Ford's just going to kick the doors open and say, boys, this is what we need to do. We need to change this. We need to add a little here. We need to take a little away from there to make these Fords better. But that's for the other teams. They need Ford's help. RFK don't need Ford's help. They figured it out. Uh, right. They need, they need to know what Brad knows. Yeah. And, and, and Brad's come- not, the, Brad's not the kind of guys, you know, I don't, I'm very confident Brad's not the kind of person that's like, well, pay me some money, I'll tell you. You know, it ain't about that. It's mm-hmm. about, Brad. Brad's a mental, he's very, very smart. You know, yeah. he, he's got these other companies, you know, I mean, he, he is a very intelligent man. And it's about, he put the work in and his team around him. I'm sure it's not 100% Brad, but they put the work in. They tried things. They figured it out. They they had a plan, and they executed that plan perfectly. Mm-hmm. And look where they're at. And it's showing. So <clears throat> it's more of a, we put the work in. We figured it out. You guys do the same thing. Yeah. I think he'll come off the information, but it's only after he finds another, another thing. Once he finds to what? where they're two steps ahead of the competition, then he'll give them one. But then that keeps him ahead. You know what I mean? Right. That way he's not putting everyone else on a level playing field as RFK. He wants Ford to be successful. Yes, and he wants his team to be successful. Yeah. I mean, I don't fault that at all. I mean, I, I completely agree with that. I'm okay with that. So I say just... And Ford, already. I'm sure Ford is already on in Brad's ear saying, hey, whatever you're doing, talk yeah. to these other Ford guys. You yeah. know, we need... We need it, you know. If I'm Brad, I'll say, I'll do that as soon as, this, uh, as, soon as we're done with Phoenix. Yeah. Let me collect my trophy, and then we'll, we'll tell you what we know, you know. And I don't, I don't blame him. Yeah. Um, so. I mean, could, could you imagine, you know, I mean, just, that, that would be so, I mean, not just driving these cars and racing these cars, but that, I mean, that kind of stuff, that just that, I mean, you go, dude. I wake up on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and go to fucking work. I'm like, fuck this. I fucking hate this. You know what I mean? But it pays the bills. You know, it takes care of my family. Could you imagine going to work every day and be like, all right, how can we make this car faster? Yeah. (laughs) I mean. It'd be a dream. Yeah. I mean, it'd be like, I'd be getting a chubby on the way to work. Guarantee it. It's like. I mean, you'd be laying in bed at night and you think of something. You're like, oh, yeah, wait till I put I'm, this in the car. I'm going tomorrow. now. I'm, putting I'm, screwed. It. I'm going yeah. in right now. You know, turn the lights on in the shop right. at 1230 at night. Oh, yeah. But I mean, that, how, you know, that would be. But that's what it takes to get you in the front. 
Right. It, you know? Exactly. It does. But I mean, it it takes that kind of person and that kind of dedication mm-hmm. to, you know, uh, I had somebody tell me one time, if you thought about deer, if you thought about work as much as you do deer hunting, you'd be really, really successful. Probably right. But work ain't as much fun as deer hunting. Right. I'm not trying to figure out how to shoot work in the face. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's right. a... Well, sometimes I am, you know? <laughs> like, how can I get out of here and do something I like? But Well, and, you know, that's always the dream. But... Yeah. Uh, I've got a plan on that, too. So Yeah? Yeah. But, anywho... Um, Lady in Black coming Sunday night, six p.m. It's gonna be a good race. It is gonna be. It's gonna be a damn good race. Um, what are you thinking about? What do you? What do you? Um, when you think of Darlington, what do you think? History. That's probably my favorite thing about Darlington is the past. You yeah. know and. I mean, you just, you can't help but to love Darlington. It don't matter if it's a Southern 500 or, you know, the retro race. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, it's the track that can't be tamed, you mm-hmm. know. So, I love how Darlington is, it's, <clears throat> almost seems like a one groove track. And that groove is all the way up at the wall. You know until what I mean? You, until you take the shortcut. Until you take the shortcut, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Depending uh, and, on... You know, and who's got the balls to take the shortcut? Right. You know, but that's so. what makes it interesting. It's it's just, you know, if if every track had their little thing like that, it'd be awesome. Yeah. But that's what makes Darlington special. Yeah, um, it'll be one of the races that you, me, you and Jess go to in the future. I'm sure. Oh, I've yeah. always wanted to go to Darlington. Uh, yeah, that's a bucket list track. That's what I was going to say. It's definitely a bucket list track. Just like for me, Daytona is. Talladega. Um, I've been to Bristol and Martinsville. Maybe Wilkesboro. Just for the history. Yeah, Rockingham's know. supposedly coming back too. I so. would love to go to Rockingham. That would be if a cool it comes one. back, by gosh, we'll put that on the list too. Rocking at Rockingham. That's right. So we have the playoffs set. We have the 16 drivers. Hey, and let me, let me say something real quick. Okay. The 16 people that deserve to be in there are in there. Yeah. I agree. You know, I had a lot of people, um, just, you know, people I communicate with on the weekly. You know, oh, it sucks. Bubba's in there. Bubba shouldn't have been in there. That's Chase's spot. (laughs) Well, let's cover that. You know what? Bubba showed up at every race. Yeah. Bubba wasn't doing nothing. I mean, he might have been doing stupid stuff. I don't know, yeah, but he I didn't mean, get in trouble he for didn't it. This he didn't this year. He didn't. Uh, he hasn't this year. Well, not that we know of. We don't know what he does. Well, right. Spare but time. I mean, last year, you know, the whole him and Larson thing, and then yeah, up, but that was on that track. was stupid. I'm talking so, personal life stuff right. that we don't know about. Yeah, he he may he, have done something stupid. We don't know. We don't know. But the 16 most deserving drivers are in the chase right now, mm-hmm. and. I like Chase Elliott. I'd hang out with him and drink a beer with him, but he don't deserve to be there. No, he don't. So, I'll, you know, we've said it. I think we've voiced our opinion very clearly. Very much. 
the past few weeks on this. Mm-hmm. It surprises me. I mean, the first time in eight seasons he ain't been in the ain't been in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, well, that does that. What's that say to you? That tells me he wasn't taking it serious enough this year. That's what it tells me because he's got the car, he's got the talent, he's got everything around him that it takes to make the playoffs. Show up every week and you're in. Basically, do you think, do you think he's? That and I think the accident, his snowboarding accident, it just took something out of it. It took his flow away. You know what I mean? It's just like he don't. It's it's all out of it's all out of whack now. The the rhythm is broken. It's not in rhythm for him, so he couldn't win a race. And I think sitting out that long just took that away from him. He never could get it back. Do you think he's and? But if he you, was good you, as advertised, he would have got it back on week one. Yeah, you and you and I have never spoke to Chase Elliott. Not yet. Not yet. I mean, I'm sure he'll want to talk after I give him the four ass punches. Oh, <laughs> but uh, but do you think he's got the passion? That do you think he's got the passion to be a driver that? Those other those other thirty eight drivers have. No, I don't think he does. Because I mean, he grew up. I mean, you know, put it, put ourselves in that spot. He that's all he's ever known. It's all he, he's ever known. It's all it was he, given to him. Yeah, his dad was at the racetrack before he was born. I mean, you, you know? see pictures of him dad winning races, and he's right there in the winner's circle yeah. as a four or five year old kid. Yeah, I mean, he he he's standing in the winner's circle with uh, Dale Senior, Dale Junior, and Chase Elliott in the same picture. You know, because yeah. him and Dale Junior were friends. You know, mm-hmm. but it's that's his life. He he's never known anything different. So, you know, you put me and you into that situation, or you put one of these other drivers into that situation, and it's like, how amazing is that life? You know, but yeah, it's just somebody like a Chase Briscoe that had to work, yeah. work and work and work. Yeah. McDowell, yes, Stenhouse. You know, <clears> these <throat> guys that were out there busting their ass on any night of the week they could get in a car, and they probably know what it is to have a job working Monday through Friday. You know, clocking in for somebody. Right. Whereas Chase has never had that. Right. But, you know, it's uh, it's almost like when I look at Chase Elliott this year, when I see him walk into his car, I see that same look on a lot of the guys' face that's walking into the factory in the mornings. You know what I'm saying? He's it's complacent. A, yeah. It's just, this is what I got to do. Yeah. It's just another day. Another race. I gotta go out here and do this. Yep. Make my laps and get out of here. Yep. You know. I'm gonna make my laps, get my check, go to the house. Right. And play some video games or whatever. And I, I don't. Th- I think if he lost his ride, I don't want him to lose his ride. If he don't want to be there, I want him to quit. I want him to say this ain't for me. I want him to be a man and speak up. But I don't want him out there taking a ride from somebody that would appreciate it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It makes perfect like sense. Like a Josh Berry, mm-hmm. who was so eager and happy to take his spot when he broke his leg, you know? Um, and poor Barry, he's been, he's, he's, he's grinding for like four different organizations <laughs> this year. He's grinding, uh-huh. you know, but he, he He's going to be it. the most experienced rookie there's ever been. Right. You know, next I mean, year. But, it, you know, that says a lot about him because everybody that needs a driver for a race, they're like Josh Berry. 
Josh yeah. Berry, you know, because he's good. Mm-hmm. So I just, that's, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that Chase Elliott has that drive and that passion to, to live up to what his dad's legacy is. Um, but I just feel like because of the circumstances, he doesn't appreciate it as much as the, yeah, a lot of people would be in that position because you just see that, you know, I mean, you see an interview, I mean, you wouldn't be able to get, dude. I mean, if Dale Jr. Come up to me before the start your engines and talk to me before I jumped in my car, I'd be laughing, pissing a little, you know, I mean, I'd <laughs> you be, wouldn't be able to get in the car yeah, cause you got chub but, in the way. Right. You know, I'd be like, <laughs> where's the duct Dale, tape? Help me out. I can't get this thing in the car. <laughs> The window ain't big enough. <laughs> so, you know, but it would be one of them things. And, and and I'm not even just saying that for one race. I'm saying that for a whole season, you know, mm-hmm. because it would be, you know, and, and I know Chase listened to this. He's probably thinking, yeah, that's what this guy thinks until he gets in there. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. Because I wouldn't leave. I wouldn't leave anything on the track. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I'm going to take advantage of every opportunity I'm, that I got. I'm not going to say I go out there in your lap one and take a lead. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go out there and get a feel for this car. I'm going to go yeah. out there and see what this car do because I don't know what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're pushing 850 horsepower on slicks. You don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. But, you know, it would be life-changing for your average yeah. guy. For the me or you out there. Right. Yeah. But, like I said, it, it hit me one day when I was watching him walk to his car. And, you know, it's uh, that that look on his face was probably the look I've had many times. It's a look I've seen thousands of times when mm-hmm. people walking into that factory like. Here we go again. You got to do it again, you know. But, you Going know, through it, the motions. It keeps the lights on. You know, mm-hmm. feeds the kids. You know, it's it's just the way it is. It's. Um, I agree with that. It's almost like he's doing it because he knows he's expected to. And yeah. if he's not happy, he, he should find what makes him happy. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Because like you said, it's it's if you don't want to be there, it's taken away from someone else who could be there. You know, I, right. don't, I don't necessarily think that might be the case. I think he just needs to be woke up to what he has right you know because like you said he, he's, he's complacent you know this is his life this has been his life for years and he's what is he 27 i think i heard somebody somebody say yes yesterday i was watching something said he's like 27 about to turn 28 yeah or maybe he's 26 about to turn 27 i don't know but he's right in that neighborhood of age if i was making that kind of money at 27 not knowing how to struggle in life Maybe I'd be complacent too. But I don't it, know. It but... ain't about the money. He probably don't know how much he makes. You know what I'm saying? Because right, his dad this point, was very fortunate. You know, yeah. his dad worked his ass off, and well, and at this point, I mean, you know, this next check, he can, it just goes in the bank. He don't right, know. Right, you know, yeah. he don't know any of that. But it's just the fact of <clears throat> that's just the way it's always been. But, you know, I mean, money's never a, really a factor because he has so much. I, I make a decent salary, and. What I make is what it takes for me to take care of Lisa and our five kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
keeps I, the we, lights on, keeps the yeah, heat on. Yeah, we we don't live like kings by any means. Right. You know, uh, there's there's a lot of days we grill hot dogs. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But we're okay with that. Yeah. Um, but I can promise you that I would if if Tony Stewart called and said, "I got an empty seat and you got a ass." Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. You know, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, what time do I need to be there? Right. <laughs> you just you just let me know, Smoke. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I mean, I would I would do that job, which is a lot more dangerous, a lot more dangerous than what I do now. For this, if he if if I said Smoke, you you, you get me to the track, you take care of my bills on the road. I'll do it for fifty percent of what I make right now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, it would be... I mean, I wouldn't like to make 50% of what I make right now. But, <laughs> but I, man, I'd be so happy. Oh, but, yeah. But, you uh-huh. know, I mean, it's... Um, I mean, to... I think I would be... I, don't, I think anybody would be... When you love what you do... You're going to be more successful at it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's why I was successful at deer hunting and fishing and uh, Anything satisfying Lisa. You know, because, I mean, it's just, <laughs> you know, because it's. Well, we don't have her here to get her side of that story. <laughs> she would she would back me up. Oh, okay. Me. So. I'm going to have to ask her next time we're around. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she says she'd that. back me up on that. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I'm sure she will. <laughs> she gonna give me that side eye look too, though. While no, I ask, no, she'd be like, mm-hmm, "Yeah, I'm happy." Mm-hmm. You, you'd have to do a lot of that bleeping thing here on the whenever uh, she got to telling you some stories. Oh, okay. <laughs> when when she gets in here, we'll have that ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but you know, just like I said, I mean, anytime you love your job that much, you're gonna be more successful at it. Yeah. Because you're going to think about it nonstop. Well, and I think, <clears throat> I think next year is going to tell the tale for Elliot. I think uh, this year woke him up to, holy shit, I can miss the playoffs. You know, I'm not, I can. I'm not perfect. I'm not at the top of the heap because there's 16 other drivers that have the spotlight now, and it's not me. Yeah, one of my teammates won five times this year, and yeah. I haven't won once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. In the car I, think, I used to be in. Right. <laughs> So I think that's going to wake him up, and and we're going to see how he reacts to that next year. Um, he may come out guns a blazing. I hope he does. That'll show me that he wants it. That he that he wants it. That yeah. he's got that passion and that drive, and he's got it in him, like his dad does. And, and he's not just there to flaunt his name and show up to keep his dad off his back and yeah. collect a paycheck. Because well, he's going to have to do something next year because if he don't. Big Rick, right? He, I'm sure if he hasn't already told him, Big Rick's going to be right there in his ear next year saying, boy, they're straighten so. it up. If Chase Elliott misses the think, playoffs think, two years in a row? Yeah. Think so? Yeah. If I'm Big Rick, I'm going to tell him, you better straighten I, up because yeah, I know of I, five if, drivers on top of my head that's going to do better if than If you're me. Big Rick, I know you would. Yeah. But Big Rick's probably sitting back like, it depends. I, I make more money off Chase Elliott merchandise. Right, that's than, what I'm saying. That's you know what I'm thinking. Saying? It depends on how much he's making on merchandise, but and it depends on how much he's losing by not being in the playoffs. But I don't know those numbers. 
But I promise you, if he's not in his ear and he sees those merchandise sales drop, he'll be in his ear then. Because mm-hmm. that te- I mean, that'll tell you more. That's the fans speaking. Yeah. Yeah, and the fans speak a lot. Um, I'm I'm not a Chase Elliott fan, but I'm not a Chase Elliott hater either. Right, I'm right there too. And I agree with you. But I have seen over the past week, I've seen a lot of of internet talk, and you know, you get a lot of keyboard warriors out there that they wouldn't say it to nobody's face, but they're they're tough guys behind the keyboard, right? Talking about how Bubba's taking Chase's spot, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Chase needs to be there, not Bubba. Bubba didn't deserve it. Bullshit. Well, Bubba's done more than Chase Elliott has, so Bubba does deserve it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm happy to see Bubba in there because he's went through 26 races. He's taken the good times, he's taken the bad times, and he's weathered it, and he has made his way in there. You can't fake the points. No, you can't. Um, You can't... You can't... The consistency of what he's doing race in and race out whether it's good or bad you know i mean he's consistent so i mean he's not averaging a fifth place finish by no means but he's there he's showing up he's doing good when he's supposed to do good he's making the best of a bad situation if he's if it's at a track that he don't want to be at or don't like or don't you know what you know what if if bubba was out there and had done the things and had the season like chase chase elliott has they would be crucifying Bubba right now. Oh, you yeah. know, the, I mean, there would be people, I mean, throwing Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin bones, you need to fire him. He should not have been snowboarding. He should not, you know what I'm saying? He, oh, yeah. He got, he got suspended after he <clears throat> went out for six weeks for a broken leg. How can you keep this driver on? He, They would be raking Hamlin and Jordan over the coals. Oh, yeah, saying he don't deserve it. Right, saying mm-hmm. he his heart's he not in it. it. Yeah. You know, uh but he's not doing that. If he is, he's doing it safer than what Chase Elliott was doing. Right. So, so I don't know. I just, those people need to step back, take a look at everything, and come, you know, have a more realistic view. Because they're only seeing, you know, they got blinders on. And that's not, that's, I understand that, but it's not the right way of thinking. No. You can't be um, a true fan what, of the sport. When you look at it with one eye. Yeah. You know. So, Chase isn't there. So, just get over it. You think he gets a win in these last ten races? Probably. Now that the monkey's off his back? Yeah. I mean, now that it is what it is, he didn't make it. Because, I mean, you could see, and like we talked about last week, you could see in these few races leading up to to the playoffs, you could see it. The sense of urgency? It was weighing him down, you know. Um, and I think now that it is what it is, it's decided he's not in, he can kind of be more of himself. He can kind of just Relax do what he needs to bit. do. If he wrecks, he wrecks. If he wins, he wins. Yeah, there's you know? no more chase in the chase talk. Right. So I, I would not doubt it if you see one win, maybe more I mean, Chase Elliott. You know, it, if it, he finds his groove. And we talk a lot about Chase Elliott not being in the chase. Yeah. Well, that's just to piss off the Chase Elliott fans, right? You know? <laughs> but I mean, it's 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 it's. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I can't really think of another sport to where 
you can compare. You know, it's uh, it's like in the '90s, the Bulls not being in the playoffs. Yeah, you know that's what, what I was going to compare it to: Michael Jordan not being in the playoffs. Right. You know, I mean, the Bulls haven't done shit since Michael Jordan and Phil Jackson haven't been there. You know. Right. But that's that's the level that Chase not being in the chase is. Mm-hmm. But. And we talk quite a bit about that, but I've got just as much of a problem. I mean, I'm not just out here hammering on Chase Elliott. I've got just as much of a problem with Stuart Haas having four drivers and only one of them being in the chase. And he made it on points. One, yeah, right. He didn't do it with a win. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got you got a four-car team, and Kevin Harvick gets in on points. And so he's you a got, 20-year guy. Right. So you got... You know, Ryan Priest, Chase Briscoe, and Eric Almarola, that didn't even make it. So, that's more of a disappointment to me than Chase not being in the chase. Yeah. Chase Elliott, you know. Right. Um, Chase Briscoe was in the was in the uh, playoffs last year. Yeah. You know. Um I don't know. I don't. I, I, I'm really just sick about that because you know I'm a. They're I'm, better than what they're showing, as far as right, Stuart Haas. Absolutely, but I mean I think there's, you know. But I think I think, I think that comes with the Ford issue. There's yeah, as well. it, it does. You know what I mean? It does, but they've also got internal things going on with. Well, they almost have to. They already know Harvick's leaving. But mm-hmm. they've got Josh Berry coming in. Is Amarillo leaving? I think he said he was. Well, I I don't know if he is or not. I, I haven't heard either I way. Know, I don't know if it was a rumor I heard or if I heard that he was leaving. But I I do believe they're going to have an empty seat at this at the end of the year. Right. But then I mean you got Ryan Priest. Ryan Ryan hasn't done bad this year for the no I'd what he's been in. in you know yeah. uh, Chase Briscoe hasn't done bad. He led a lot at Daytona. You mm-hmm. know. Uh, but he's got to start. He's got to start winning. Yeah. It ain't about being out front, fifty percent of the race. But if you can't close it, what are we doing? Right. What's What's the point of being out front? Right. You know. So, um, I mean, Stuart Haas only getting twenty five percent of their chartered rides into the playoffs. That's That's a big. That's a huge letdown. Yeah. Not Not just to me. I mean, but. Uh, that that's a huge story. I mean, that's like equal to Chase Elliott not making the chase. Right. I don't know. I think we'll. Uh, I think we'll see some better results out of Stuart Haas next year. I mean, all three Penske cars were in there last year. Yeah. Um. Both track house track house cars were in there last year. You know. Um, it's, it's a di- it's a different season. Yeah. It is. So let's take a look at these playoffs. Um, I've got the 16, 16 drivers right there written down. Yep. Give me, at this point in time, give me your championship four, who you think that's going to be right now, and your first down. four out. If I can find something to write on. Here, I'll put it on the board. Let's put four in i'll do four in or i'll put champ four and i'll transfer first, this to paper later first that way out. 
So your championship four at this moment, and we'll we'll we will reconvene with this question after every leg of the playoffs. And who is your first four out? Okay, I'm gonna do my championship four right now. Okay. Say them out loud when you think of them. Byron. Okay. Truex. Kyle Busch. Brad Kozlowski. That's your championship four? That's my championship four. Okay. Now who is your first, first four, four out? out. <clears throat> Stenhouse. I agree with that. Chastain. I did not have him in my first four out. Bubba. Okay. I'm I'm fifty fifty on that one. And I know HR is pissed off at you right now. Oh yeah, he stays pissed <laughs> off at me. How can you take Bubba out in the first three races? He's cussing. If if Bristol wasn't the bubble race for the first four out, I'd say Harvick. But I'm not putting Harvick in there. Um, it's tough. I mean, it's uh, it's tough because just I'm, when you think you've got a, you've got three or four guys that are like these are going to be a first, and then you think of something, it's like, well, I don't know, that one might stick around. At or you these, see some other guy that's like, what has he done lately? At these, I'm going to go, and I, I hate to say it because I've been cheerleading him all year, is McDowell. With those, with, with, so those, with those races. <clears throat> okay, your championship four is Byron Truex, Kyle Busch, Brad K. And Brad K. Your first four out, Stenhouse, Chastain, Bubba, and McDowell. Now, that Brad K is kind of a risk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm putting him out there because I think Busher can do it too. You I know think those I'm, two are one and the same. Right, year, I, I do. And that's exactly where I was going with that was that um, they are one and the same. Yeah. Uh, But I think I think Brad will pull something not not behind Busher's back or nothing like that. I think it'll be a team a, a team effort. But I think Brad's got something up his sleeve. Though you know he's he's that veteran out there. He's gonna he's been right there. He's just been waiting to get his turn and I think it's going to come. That's your championship four? I'm, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm writing down my championship <laughs> four right now. <laughs> yes, my championship four is Truex. That's that's going to make the old lady happy. Um, but I do believe, I mean, he's got a, a season that's just totally different than what he had last year. 
He's so they've got it going on. They've got it going on. Kyle Busch, because I've said from day one, as soon as he signed with RCR, that's your that's your your champion yeah, next yeah. year. Well, I don't know if he'll be champion, but well, that you're right, right. I'm right there with you, but he's gonna be he's in gonna the title, there. and and he come out guns a blazing this year, and it hasn't been going well for him, but he's one of them experienced veterans that knows when to turn it on yeah. and when you can relax a little bit. And you got Bristol coming up. He's damn good at Bristol. He's pretty good at Darlington. Kansas? He's, he, he's good anywhere you take uh, Yeah, it's yeah. Kyle Busch. Yeah. Um, and Truex, he, I think with the year that he's having this year, he can just kind of, he don't have to worry about a win right now. But when it starts coming down to them later races. When he gets right there, yeah, game over. Really? No, no, I'm I'm saying he's everybody else is screwed. When, oh, you think he's going to win get, right there? Yeah. Okay, I got yeah. you. I've got Denny Hamlin. So you got Truex, Bush, Hamlin. And Larson in my what, championship four. What makes you think Larson will be there? I mean, Larson every year. What makes you think he's not? Every year other it's, than this year? It's Larson. It's Kyle fucking Larson. Yeah, how many wins he got? Two. What's his? <laughs> right. I mean, how many wins would he have if it wouldn't have been for Ross Chastain? Three. Probably about five. So, but you got William Byron. The guy William should Byron. have about you, five You got wins. his teammate that has got. I'm not taking anything away from William Byron this right. year. Right, and, and he's a Martinsville stud. William Byron? Byron? Is. Yeah. So is Martin Truex. So is Denny Hamlin. Right. But I'm, I'm, I'm talking about his teammate. William Byron. Let me tell you about William Byron. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's found something this year. What's he done before that? He's progressed every year. He's, exactly. He's progressed every year. And this is part of that progression. He's, he's the number one seed going into this thing. Larson. He's going to do great these first couple of rounds. Then he's going to start to struggle. What did Larson do last year? He was was he in the championship four last year? Yeah, he's went backwards this year. I think that's, that's just that's because well, it's because of two things, and he's not always had the best car. Like I mean, Larson struggles on super speed, and I'm a huge fan of Larson. Right, you know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not downplaying what oh, I get I mean, you. The I guy mean, the guy is a, he is the next Kyle Busch. You know what I'm saying? I think in the long run he'll he'll outrun him. He could. Right. He could. He has if that potential. Anybody can. He has that talent to do that. Absolutely. Um, but I just think, you know, Bristol plays right in his wheelhouse. But this, uh, this Darlington. He's good at Darlington. He's good at Bristol. He's good at Kansas. But, he's good anywhere you go. But this ain't about statistics either. This right. is just our personal opinions. Exactly. So that's what I like about it. Yes. So if we had the same four on both of these, we'd probably be a little weird. <laughs> So now I'm going to put my first four out. And you can keep talking about my first four in, if, or my championship four if you want and to. And I will. You can, you can nitpick but on But I, I just can't believe you ain't get a Ford in the first. Why would I have that? In the in my championship four? Yeah. They're coming, son. Huh? No. Okay. No, they're not. Okay. That steam is going to run out. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. If I had a Ford you, you in my championship two four. and two Chevys in there. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you who my championship for my Ford driver, if they make it there, who it would be. Think so? Yeah. It'd be, it'd be, I Joey, don't think it'd be him. Joey Logano. Just because of the experience. 
And that that's what Why it not takes. Brad? Brad's got a one year more experience than Logano and having a better year. I just don't think it'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you had this when you were growing up. I just can't. But <laughs> did you ever try to do something and your dad would be like, no, and you'd be like, why? And he'd be like, because I said so, that's why. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. what I got from my Fuck dad yeah. quite often. Because yeah. <laughs> I said so, that's good enough reason. That's that's me right now. I, that it's, would be my Ford. We're, we're basing all this so. off of feelings. You <laughs> exactly. know what I'm saying? It's just it's gut instinct. It's feelings. It's prediction. My first four out is going to be Stenhouse. Because what's he done since the Daytona 500? Right. Exactly. That Daytona, it's a luck. Well, of, it's a luck of the draw. Yeah. I mean, you look at my first one on the first four out. Stenhouse. Michael McDowell. I hate to say it because I, I like I like Michael, and I hope I hope he can find something. I hope he proves you know? me wrong. Yes, you know, and but the only reason I put him in the first four out is because of the three tracks that we have in the yeah in the that's, start. Yeah, that's pretty much why I've put. I him mean, out. if Charlotte Roble and Talladega was in there, he wouldn't be in my group of first four out. Now this one I'm having a little problem with because. I'm going to tell you why. I think Bubba might be in the first four out, but Bubba does really good at Kansas. It would not surprise me one bit if Bubba wins at Kansas and moves on. Because he's won there before. You know, that's the one and a half mile cookie cutter track. And we've got a few of them in the playoffs. That's the only win he's got that wasn't a rain delay. Well, win. right. But he, he, won he does good there. Yeah. Even if he don't win, he does good. He's... Up front, he's got a fast car. He has the potential to win. If he don't get in his own way, that race right there is going to decide whether or not Bubba gets into the second round or not. So I'm having a little bit of problem with that. And I tell you what. Well, when I was talking to HR, he's got he's got he's got Bubba going to the championship four. He's got him winning at Phoenix. Uh, I know it. He does. I think he has him reeling off 10 straight at one point. Well, fantasy-wise, he can't pick him like that. But that's what he says. Yeah. That that, that when they when they get to Darlington, Bubba's going to close out those last 10 races. Well, I mean, that's that's ballsy. That is a nobody's ballsy prediction. Ever, I mean, nobody in my lifetime has ever won 10 races in a season. So for, for HR to say that the 23 is going to win the last 10 races of the year, insane he's got a lot of confidence in his boy Bubba yeah I'm going with Stenhouse McDowell and like we just covered the Bubba Kansas is going to decide that and my fourth one this it's iffy too but I'm going to say Christopher Bell what's he done lately he's turned Ty Gibbs into Ron Blaney (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) but but at Darlington He's well, good there. Watch him at Kansas. Kansas is going to decide this this next stage of the playoffs. I think Bristol will, because we seen what we seen with our own eyes what'll happen at Bristol. Well, it just takes one guy to come out of the pits and yep. block somebody to <laughs> piss off to change the whole outlook. Yep, you're right. I think I think Chastain. 
I don't see Chastain doing much at Kansas at Bristol. Now, let's take into consideration, this either. is just the first round. You've got 16 guys fighting through three races. You only got three people that are going to move on because of wins. And last year, we've if, seen a lot of non-playoff guys winning these races, right. right? Yeah, and you could have, you know, it wouldn't be nothing for Truex to win Darlington in Kansas. It wouldn't be nothing right. for... It wouldn't be nothing for Harvick to for win Byron, Darlington or Bristol. Right, you know, I mean, it's... And two of my guys that I'm saying are going out early, Bell and Bubba, could very well win that Kansas race. I don't see either one of them two winning at Darlington or Bristol, Bell even would, though Bell could win at Bristol. Bell could win at Darlington. I just don't see it happening. Well, last the last two years, he's got fourth and sixth. And two at years, Darlington? Yeah. Two years ago, it was sixth. Last year, it was fourth. But what can he follow that up with with the Kansas and Bristol? Well, you know I'm, what I mean? Right, but I'm just saying he's on track. He's improving every year. I think his last three seasons was 11, 6, and 4. His finishes at Darlington. So he's on track. He's figuring it out. He ain't going to do it. He might not. <laughs> and since I picked him in our fantasy league, it means he's going to finish well, 30 at, second or worse. At the route you're going, yeah. Well, I mean, last four races, my best finish has been 32. It's insane. Let me tell you something. I was over at HR. Let me talk it. to you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you a story right now. I was over at HR's house watching this Daytona race, right? And you wasn't there. You missed out because... No, he called me. I'm went, Well, <laughs> I'm going to tell on you, HR. I'm going to tell on you. Because as soon as Blaney hit that wall, oh, he, he, I said... How much do you think Justin is cussing right now? And then you sent a text to the group that some bitch or something like some that. You know, bitch. Yeah. In all, all caps. caps. <laughs> <laughs> I think I threw my TV. I don't doubt that. I, I would really, not doubt. <laughs> I don't. I kind of blacked out for a minute. I remember Lisa hollering. Yeah. Well, that happens. I completely <laughs> understand that. <laughs> but you should have seen a smile on Scotty's face. He was. And I don't think it was because of your bad luck. He he was smiling because of how bad he knew you were cussing at that moment. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, so he was laughing his ass. He said, tell him this, tell him it. And he wouldn't tell you himself. He made me tell you, which in turn, you said you owed me a punch in the ass because of that. Well, when he, when he called <laughs> I was like, damn, me, I didn't do nothing. When he called me, it was probably, he called me. I answered. I said, what the fuck you want? <laughs> And he probably didn't get a word out. This for was a as minute. you're looking for your remote to throw it to, right? right. Okay. He probably didn't get a word out for the first minute and a half of that phone call because when I said, "What the fuck you want?" All I could hear was <laughs> that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I and I heard it. <laughs> I know you did. And whenever he started talking, you know, I was like. Why wouldn't it happen? You know, I mean, that's just the way it's been going for me, whatever. And he was like, I just thought it was fucking hilarious. And I said, he he said something about Chad. And I said, is he laughing too? He said, yeah, he's laughing. I said, well, tell him he's got an ass punch coming. <laughs> and I heard you in the background. I said, what did I do? <laughs> I knew you was going to be mad because I knew... I knew what was going on in that fantasy picks, and I was like, well, Justin's not going to be happy with that. No, cause... no, I wasn't. But, you know, I mean, But it's that's... Daytona, you know, it's one of them well, things. but that's just, sometimes that's just how your season goes. You oh, know, I know In that. the fantasy league, you know. I was, 
you know, I was always hovering right there between ninth and 14th. It yeah. seems like all season. I got up to third mm-hmm. with some good luck. Mm-hmm. And in four weeks, I fell from third to 17th. Yeah. Sometimes it just happens. It ain't about, you know, I'm a huge NASCAR fan. I know a lot about these drivers. I know a lot about how good they are at these tracks. But it doesn't matter. Right. You know, Especially it's just, with this new car. It's luck. It's, you know, yeah. I mean, any at any given time, one of these guys can blow a tire or get an accident. It's just the way it goes, and that's that, what makes it fun. Yeah, that, make, that makes it fun. And Scott hasn't experienced the 100 points in three races. Um, I'm going to call it the marathon that it is because it takes a toll on you emotionally. I mean, you get mad, and, but you can't stop yeah, watching. But, and it's not even about the money. It's just about how can how can such a lover of the sport how can how can somebody that's so passionate about this pick four bad races right (laughs) have four bad races in a row Mm -hmm. you know i mean 130 points in four races probably over 130 if i sit down and figured it up because my best finish is 32 out of the last four i've had 36s 37s you know what i'm saying so and the uh, 32 was the chase elliott at watkins Glen. yeah that was the yeah we're not going to talk about that again I mean, Scotty liked it, but right. So I mean, it, it's not about the the biggest NASCAR fan, the the lover of the sport isn't always going to win the league. You know, it's it's. I mean, your average person that just like you're, I've got people in here that just like to gamble. Mm-hmm. They're not even NASCAR fans. They just like to gamble. Right. You know, so I mean, it don't take a diehard NASCAR fan. To get in here and play this game, it just take because it's it's more luck than anything. Oh yeah, you know I, I mean, mean it's. I thought about getting, and this is what I thought about doing next year. I thought about putting two entries in, yeah. one of me and what I actually think and what I f- actually feel is going to happen, and then the second one drawing a name out of a hat just to see which one does better. Because I'm just like you. I've got a lot of knowledge on this stuff. I've, I've followed this stuff for years. I know which drivers are supposed to do pretty good at this track which, and what, whatever. Which Chevy's track, Ford yeah. tracks, Toyota's, you know, I mean, it's... Yeah, right. and, and so we know that that much knowledge, right? Who's your good road course? Who's your good dirt drivers? Yeah, you know? and let's see if I can beat the hat. We might do that. I might do that next year. Put in two entries. Call one the hat. Yeah. <laughs> Just to see. Because I'm interested to know... Um, yeah, how much luck does have to do with it? Exactly, because I think with this new car, it's it, there's a lot of luck involved. I mean, like yeah. we've said before, you might as well just put names on the wall, throw a dart at it, and see what comes off the dartboard there. But uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna just I think in uh, February I'm gonna individually wrap all 38 names and just swallow them. See which one you shit out that see, week. Yeah, see which one I shit out that week. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. Yeah. You know. Yep. Here's my pick. Yep. <laughs> you know, and I mean, you might have better luck. Yeah. You know, you never know. That's that's the thing. So <clears throat> you don't have Larson in your championship four. No. I don't think. How Larson, far do you think he'll get? I think he'll make it to. The, uh, I think he'll make it to the championship eight or the final eight. I think he'll make it through the 16. 
he'll make it to the, I think he'll be on the tail end when it at the, at the 12. He'll make it to the 8. And then he's done there. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. but, but you're high on Byron. Why? Because he's he's proved it. He's proved himself this year. I think that team has I don't think they're they're better than Larson. I think they're more focused than Larson's team. I think they're putting the they're putting the work in week in and week out. And I'll I'll tell you now, William Byron's gonna win Martinsville. You think so? Yeah. That's not who I've got written down at Martinsville. I mean he's 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 capable. It's not, I mean, it's he, not he, who I got written down in Martinsville. He he does pretty good there. But that's who will win Martinsville. I think you heard it here. I first. think your championship driver. Let me see what race am I talking about? Uh, and I think it'll be when they get to Phoenix. I hope Kurt or I hope um, Kevin Harvick wins Phoenix. But when we get to Phoenix. I think it will be Kyle Busch and it'll be Kyle Busch and Byron that will be leading the championship for. It'll come down to one of them two for the championship. Hmm. Maybe I was going between Byron and Truex, but Kyle Busch will be one of the two up there fighting for that win at Phoenix. I hope, like I said, hope Harvick wins. Hope he takes it and gets his final win at Phoenix on his retirement year. A mic drop moment, huh? Yeah. But as far as championship goes, it'll be, uh, I think it'll be Kyle Busch and Byron that's up front, them two Chevrolets fighting for the trophy could be i always think whoever wins at vegas has the best shot of winning at phoenix just because of the tracks are similar well the tracks are similar but if you win it if you win at vegas and you're in that final eight that locks you into the final four and you've got the next two weeks of racing you don't have to worry about it all you have to do is focus on that one car back at the garage and making it the best possible car. While all these other 30... The well, driver don't the even have to focus seven. on the car back at the garage. <laughs> right. But you've got the other seven guys that are trying to make their way to that final four. They're still worried about these next two weeks. They ain't got time to worry about Phoenix. they got to worry about now. Whereas you win at Vegas, you've got two weeks of stress-free. Let's just go out here and race and focus on making that one car at the garage the best car on championship night. You know, it's kind of like... And, and Logano did that last year. Right. He but won I, at Vegas. He but, didn't have nothing to worry about. But I think there's more teams than not out of them 16 that are already working on a car for Phoenix. And you could be right. But what does that work do if you don't make it? Phoenix, <clears throat> if you don't make it to the final eight? Phoenix is early in the season next year. But that don't do anything for this year. Right. But I mean, you know what I mean. But it's ready if you do. You know right. what I'm saying. It ain't going to waste. 
No, it's so. not going to go to waste. I mean, that, that notebook, anytime you can put some valuable information in that notebook, it's it's going to help you out down the road. But I just think, and I think Larson has a very good chance of winning at Vegas. He's very good on those tracks. He is. But he's not good at Phoenix. That's his problem. Right. He needs to get better at Phoenix. I mean, if he wants to be the next Jimmy Johnson and just reel off championship after championship, you got to be good at Phoenix. It's just the way it is, you know. You have to get these ten tracks that are in these playoffs, and that has to be your specialty. All ten of them has to be your specialty. But you know, it's also, you know, like he was—he's re- really good at Miami Homestead. Mm-hmm. They changed it, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, two years ago, Miami was where the championship was decided. Right. I'm glad it's something kind of average to every driver out there on that track. As far as the track being an average track? Yeah, we don't need... We don't need Talladega uh, to decide it. You know, because, I mean, just... It's some bullshit to get taken out of a championship like that. Right. So, I'm, I'm glad... That they're at least, you know, if they're going to take it out of Miami, they take it to something like Phoenix. Yeah, um, I can agree with that. And I applaud, I applaud NASCAR with just the way they've laid out the schedule. You know, yeah. putting these interesting tracks at the cutoff points. It, Daytona ends the regular season. You know, it's a wild scramble to Bristol's see who's going to get first in. Bubble race of the chase. Bristol's a bubble race. I think is Talladega the second bubble race. I think it is. Let me check. I've got it pulled up here. It's either that or Charlotte. So we got Bristol, then Texas, then Talladega, and Charlotte. It's the yeah. Roval. Okay. So I, I applaud them for laying out the schedule the way they did. Um, it just it makes it that much more interesting. These bubble races, you're sitting on the edge of your seat, you know, and well, and it it's makes a, it, it's a can't miss race. To me, it's it makes the teams better. It forces them. To get better. Yeah. You know, and that's what I like. Yeah. So we've talked about Daytona. Talked about the wrecks. We've talked about the playoffs. Who's our first four in, championship four, first four out, I'm sorry. Talked about Darlington a little bit. Let's talk about these uh, fantasy stuff. I'm sick about it. (laughs) If you couldn't tell. Uh, I bet you are. Um. But I mean, look, I've had I, a you, tough month. You have. So, I mean, I would be exhausted. But I've, I've I've had really, you know, I've had uh, really good picks for all four of them races. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm not just, uh, you know, screw it. I'll take, you know, B.J. McLeod here. At, yeah. You know, Michigan or something like that. You know, I mean, I, I've had really good. Uh, you're solid picks. You're solid picks. You just had yeah. bad luck. Yeah, it's just all shit luck. Yeah. You know, I've had Ryan Blaney, you know, at Daytona. I mean, he's... And a, he was winning he, the race. Yeah, a couple times. Yeah. And it just takes that one little thing, you know. But that's just... That's part of the part of the game. Yeah. So, uh, it just is what it is. I'm hoping to redeem myself this week at Darlington. I took uh, Christopher Bell. So far, the only two people that took Christopher Bell is me and the points leader, Joe T. That makes me feel good. Yeah. But he's he's also been riding high for the last half of the season. Yeah. He's due for a, a bad shot, you know, so it, that makes me feel kind of bad, too. 
Well, you never know. I mean, you never know. You never know when his bad shot's coming. I mean, it may not be this week. It, it's different. The point system is all changed now, as yeah. you and I know, oh, and yeah. everybody else in the league. It's a whole so new now game. there's no 15, 20, 30, 40 point leads for anybody. Everybody's in three point increments. Um, we're all, all 26 people are within 75 points of each other. Yeah. So. I mean, Mike R. has now got a chance <laughs> to do something. <laughs> he picked a winner last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He could, I think he could pick winners the next three weeks. Yeah, it still ain't going to matter much, right. is it? But. I mean, it would now that the points have changed. But, yeah. um, you know, um, it, it's, you're it's, get it's a exciting. whole new game, yeah. And watch out for Joey N. He's... Watch out for Joey N because he's starting off with sixty nine points. I mean, you right. know, that's that's always a good place to be if uh, when you're starting this thing. I have. I just want to say good job to Chris because he's only got two wins on this season, and both of those two wins have come since what was it Watkins Glen he picked. McDowell at Watkins Glen, and then he picked Busher at Daytona. So, and that that helped him move up the standings. So I know he was down there. I don't know exactly where he was. I'm going off of memory here, but I think he was down around 13th spot, if I'm not mistaken. And he has rebounded back up to sixth. He's right below me. And he so he's on a roll. I mean. Those are the only two wins he had, and he just put them all right there at the very end of the year. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what Hunter does. You know, I mean, I know we joke around with saying Hunter has the almanac. He's been leading this thing for what seemed like a year and a half, and uh, and then he finally got knocked off the top of the hill, and he fell back to, what, fifth place, I think he fell back to. And he has made his way back up to third to start these playoffs. So our top five right now is Joe T. He starts at zero since the points get reset. Josh, <clears throat> excuse me, makes his way back up to second. He has three points. And then you have Hunter in third with six. And Scott's in fourth. I'm in fifth. Scott's got nine points. I've got 12. So Scott's been talking a lot of smack. And I'm only three points behind him now. So we're gonna see what happens, you and think, I know who you think, he picked. You think you think you'll pass him at Darlington? Darlington's iffy. Darlington's a coin flip, uh, for me anyway. It's a coin flip. Uh, I don't. Uh, I mean, I feel confident. I'm gonna tell you why I feel confident. I picked. It's seven forty on Thursday, so we can talk about picks. Okay, we can yeah. talk about the picks. I went with I went with Tyler Reddick at Darlington, only because. Now, I had a couple of drivers penciled in. I had Logano because um, I still experience. had him available, and he's, he does pretty good at Darlington. You know, he's an experienced guy. A safe bet is what I would say. And then you have, I had penciled in, I had Chastain because he was right there in the spring. I mean, he had a chance to win it. If it wasn't for him getting into Larson and their back-and-forth deal, one of those two could have won that race. So that's why I had Chastain penciled in. 
And then I got to looking at the paint schemes. And Tyler Reddick is running the Jordan symbol. The baby blue. 45, the baby blue. The Jordan. Yeah. Jump man. Yep. The jump man emblem. That has not, from what I can remember, if they're using the jump man emblem, they don't do bad. Kurt Busch won at Kansas a couple years ago. He had that scheme. Tyler Reddick, I've picked him earlier this year. I don't remember where I picked him at, but he finished second. He had that Jumpman emblem. Uh, and there's been a couple more times where, you know, it's either Reddick or Bubba uses it, and they do pretty good. So, so far, the Jumpman emblem has not... Disappointed? It's not disappointed. It, has a, it, ha, it, it represents very well. So I seen that, and I said, well, I have to pick Reddick now. Which is okay because I wasn't really sure where I was going to use Reddick at later down well, the road. Well, and I took, I took a Toyota as well. I think Bell, like I said, I think it was three seasons ago or three races ago at Darlington. It was eleventh. Two races ago, it was sixth. Last race, it was fourth. He's he's on the right path. You know, I can see it going eleven, six, four. Want to win, <laughs> and that's very and, possible. You know, I mean, I mean, but Hamlin does good there. Truex does good there. I mean, these Toyotas are strong there. He's got the right guys in his ear to say, "Hey, you, you get, you've got it to right here. You're right there at the tip of it, bud." But here's what you need to do: get faster. Yeah. Um, and some of it's luck too, because it's not always your car. It's not always your team. Sometimes it's the lady in black that just stands up and kicks you in the balls. Or it could know? be the Yahoo that's right behind you. Right. You know, I mean, you never know. Um, I know. <laughs> Depends on who you're riding around out there on the track because, you know, I mean, a lot of people make fun of Corey LaJoy for being, you know, the guy that causes all the wrecks. If you're, if you're riding Stenhouse around. Stenhouse causes a lot more wrecks than he oh, does. Oh, wrecky Spinhouse. He's crazy. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, all it takes is one. And they don't even have to be Yahoo. They could blow a tire while they're riding beside you and takes out you, you know. And so, I mean, there, there's a lot of things that go into it. But for me, it was the jump man. That's all I needed to see. I'm picking him. No, so, let me ask you this. And I wasn't going to tell anybody Let me ask that, you this. But... If <clears throat> B.J. McLeod, or no, no, let's go here, 77. If Ty Dillon had the jump man on his car this week, would you take him? No. Okay. Why not? <laughs> because Ty Dillon hasn't really done anything at Darlington. <laughs> but... I mean, now, I'm going to tell you, if Ty Dillon's running the jump man at Daytona, yeah, I might. Yeah. He don't do too bad on these super speedways. Ty Dillon, Corey LaJoy, they're not doing too bad. I mean, I don't know where Ty Dillon finished at at Daytona, but he was right there in the top ten for quite a bit of that race. Yeah. He's got one specialty, apparently, it seems like. Yeah. And that's the super speedways. Kind of like his brother. Yeah. Yeah. They can super but speedway Grandpa, race. Grandpa gives one a ride, but not the other. That's where right. he's at it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, it's an awkward Christmas, you know, when they get together. <laughs> Austin always gets the cool gifts. <laughs> Tired of this, Grandpa. <laughs> and he's just smiling over there with that mustache, you know. So, but you know, I mean, let's go. Let's go ahead and discuss this real quick. Um, you got the picks? Some of them. Okay. Uh, obviously, we're gonna have a few auto picks that we know of. Um, in the top six, the mm -hmm. top six, the top six people in the league, 
I'll take somebody different. And maybe the seven. We'll see who Jason A took. That's um, going to shake some stuff up. Yeah. With these points. Getting... Right off the bat. Oh, shit. Top seven got different. Maybe the oh, top eight. We'll have to see who Earl took. I think it's probably no, going to be. No, Earl took a repeat. He probably took. I bet. Did he take Reddick? Nope. Uh-oh. He wasn't looking at the paint schemes. Because I think if he looked at the paint schemes, he would have took Reddick. I think he, I think Earl's on the jump man uh, bandwagon. Think so? I think so. I could be wrong. Probably not, but I could be. So let's see. My pick was forty five. I'm gonna write these down as we go through it. I know I know HR Scotty picked the one car. We almost picked the same car. He almost picked my guy again, but I changed it. See, you got the Christopher Bell. Who'd Mama Jess take? She take Chastain. She talked about that. Oh. So. Okay. So what you we'll, got? We'll get to that as we go down the list. Okay. What do you got? Where you want to start at? All right, we'll just start with uh, points leader, Joe okay. T. Zero points. He was winner of the regular season and collector of fifty dollars. Good job, Joe T. Good job. Congratulations. Don't get used to it though. Yeah, buddy. yeah, we're coming. <laughs> we might be in seventeenth, but I'm coming for Keep it. Keep an eye on that rear view, bud. Oh yeah. Well, that's the only view you got when you're up front. That's true. that's true. He's in clean air right now. but yeah, He's got a pissed off Hunter behind him a couple spots. Yeah. So, Joe T took the number 20 car. Mm -hmm. Christopher Bell, just like yours truly. Could be good or bad. I mean, but all, all these picks right here in the top, in the top seven are excellent picks. You know, I mean, there's no... Any one of these seven could win it. So, I mean, Joe T took number 20, Christopher Bell. Josh, 22, Logano. I had him penciled in. Hunter, number five, Larson. Mm. Mm. Scott, number one, Chastain. He's wrecking early. Chad, 45, Jump man. Red Dick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> Brad K, number six. Jason A, number four. So, I mean, there's the top seven, all different. It's all seven different picks. It's going to get good. It's going to get real good. Oh, yeah. So. I'm excited. I'm thinking about Sunday night. I got, I'm, I'm taking my, my three sons home uh, Sunday around one, two o'clock, something like that. Um, so, I'm thinking about jumping out to H.R. Scotty's after I drop them off with my cooler and, uh. That way you can be in smacking range when Absolutely. he starts laughing I, if I, something well, happens. Well, I, I can throw his TV this time. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I'm going to do? I'll record that. I mean, when it, when Chastain wrecks or gets wrecked during this Darlington race, mm -hmm. I'll be he'll be in his chair, Yeah. and I'll be sitting at the bar, and we'll call him. Because <laughs> I know he's got the phone. 
and I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna do that too, right in front of him. And I know what he's gonna say. He's gonna reel off yeah. just a list of f you, f you, f you. Oh yeah, he's gonna be red. <laughs> oh he, yeah, he gets mad. I I know it. I mean, if his driver wrecks or if Bubba doesn't do good, it ruins his whole Sunday. Oh yeah, you know, so it probably ruins half his week. Right, you know. So, who who was the last one we did? Uh, we just did Jason A. We need Earl. Okay, we need Earl, number five. Okay, that's a good pick. Mama Lou. 48. Okay. Riggs. 22. Hmm. Jason H. 4. Okay. Brian. Mm-hmm. 5. A lot of people going with Larson, huh? And this, this, this next pick really surprised me. Let's talk about this next pick. We got Paul. Yeah, he's coming up. Paul is 13th place. Yeah. I remember after, what was it, second, third, fourth week, I don't remember when it was, but somebody, I think it was Little D down there, said, Paul sucks. No, it was Riggs. Was it Riggs that said that? Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> he works with, or, well, one of his jobs, one of Paul's jobs is with Riggs. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Paul don't work at the truck stop. No, Paul does. Oh, Paul does. Yeah, he's the, he's the uh, supervisor there. Oh. Yeah, he's. I uh, thought Riggs was a big wig. Riggs, he did his time there, moved up pretty quick, but he left. He left there. Now, huh. like, he uh, moved on to greener pastures, huh? Paul Paul runs that show. You know he. Really. Great much about the truck stop. Paul don't know. Okay. Okay. And this is the one in Bardstown, right? Yeah, he's okay. got a hand in everything of the. At the drugstore. Okay. <laughs> so you get, he's got an interesting pick, he said. He does. Well, and I mean, his pick to me really isn't that interesting. I'm just surprised more people didn't take it. So, Paul is the only one that took Eric Jones. 43. I mean, if you're going to use him anywhere... Yeah, this is the place, place to, do to do it. I mean, but I'm surprised. You know, just like, you know, Hunter the year Hunter took him and he won. I mean, it's well, that's because Hunter has an almanac, right? He knows. Yeah, and that's what's going to be interesting to see what happens these next couple of races to see, because I think Hunter, he didn't lose the almanac. He just put it down. You so think, that way well, he I mean, would drop a few listens, spots to make it a he little He listens realistic. to the podcast and he knows now that we know he's got it. So he's thinking, yeah, he's kind of throwing it, throwing it a little bit like. Yeah. Eh, maybe he don't have yeah, him. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna figure it out. In them last couple of races, watch that hunter, you know. So next is Mofat. We'll have to auto pick him. Okay. Jerry five. A lot of Larsons. Yeah. Sam? Six. Decent pick. Tony? Forty five. With the jump man. Okay. Yep. Shannon? Five. Okay. 
we'll have to we'll have to uh, auto pick Jeremy. Yeah. We'll have to auto pick Donovan. Okay. Then we got Jess. And she went with the one car. She went with the old Ross Chastain. Oh, so her and Scott are thinking alike. That's scary. Yeah. I'm going to have to talk to her about that. She's going to have to. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> them two start thinking alike. You got, you got I've problems. I've got issues. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> then we got Jeff. Number five. Another Larson. Joey. 19. Hmm. That's a good pick. That is a good pick. Tyler. 24. Another good pick. Yep. Mike R., you know what we're going to do there. I know what we're going to do there. Auto pick. All right. So, I guess that's about all we really got this week. Uh, I yeah. do anyway. I mean, I'm glad to see Ford making the comeback. Daytona was an excellent, exciting race. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darlington's going to be badass, if not for fantasy reasons alone. Oh, yeah. I mean, but it's it's a nighttime race. It starts at 6 p.m. Sunday evening. It's the Lady in Black, and that's that's what I like about it is it's a night race, and it's the Lady in Black. You yeah. know, it, it just goes hand in hand. It gives Anything. it that... Gives it that uh, I don't know that that feeling you know mm-hmm. it's a uh, just when you think your driver's doing good he might be able to win this thing the track is going to reach out and grab him and be like nope <laughs> yeah smack him yeah that and lady she'll she'll straighten you out she'll yeah, keep you in line will. guaranteed um i think somebody that nobody picked at darlington somebody to watch out for ty gibbs yeah, I mean, I think the kid's coming up. Well, I mean, I think, you know, this is a, this fits his, fits his style, this race does. Um, and I think it's going to be a Toyota-dominated race. You think so? It's I a do. Chevy track. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> every track's a Chevy track. I know, right? According to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a Ford Sport, but it's a Chevy track. You know, exactly. it's a, <laughs> But uh, I think it's going to be a Toyota-dominated race. And I, I don't like saying that because I'm a Ford guy. Mm-hmm. But it takes all three of these manufacturers to make the sport successful. So yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. But keep an eye out for Ty Gibbs. Yeah. I, th- I think he'll do better at Kansas than he'll do at Darlington. I don't know. But I think, I mean, you could be on to something. So we'll see. Um, so that's really all we got for this week. I just want to take a minute to promote us maybe I, I don't i don't really like to promote us but i'm just saying that we well, are going, we're worth it I mean, well i know we're worth it you know i mean everybody's going to see where we're going to be at and stuff like that we will be at bristol that's going to be the next race that we we are able to hit with our work schedules and and everything that's going on well we're we on will tour be at bristol. right now so. yeah we'll be at bristol look for the banner i'm sure there's going to be some kind of banner that you know has riding the wall dot com or riding the wall podcast or whatever it says it's not done yet but it, it's in the process we're gonna have some t-shirts we're gonna have some koozies we're gonna have the cornhole board set up come by stop say hi um we'll play a, us in a game of cornhole yeah, we're we'll, challenging all 
challengers that yeah. want to come and, and, and play this game. And just have fun. Yeah, we're just having fun. Yeah, and it, it don't matter if you win or lose. We're not going to laugh at you. We're not going to pick on you. you no. know, we're not bullies. We just like we to might talk a little shit because oh, that's what we do. We definitely will talk shit. But if you see... If if you see a six foot two, two hundred and fifty pound guy walking around with no shirt on and a hillbilly tattoo across his stomach and, <laughs> and you see his little red headed bearded buddy standing next to him, you know you found Yeah. You, you know found, you found the, the guys. Yeah. So that's us. We're right across from the track. We're gonna be there early, probably like six AM. We're gonna yeah. be out, got the grill going. So stop by, say hi, talk, you know. Do a shot with us. Yeah, whatever. You we'll know, arm wrestle time. with you. We'll, we'll, hell, we'll wrestle with you. We don't care. We, well, it depends on who it is, you know. I mean, we're, well, we're, we're going to be in East Tennessee. Remember? I don't know. Bert's going to be there. Bert likes to wrestle. Okay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, and I will promise you that if you see Bert... <laughs> He is he is a creature of his own you know being he is yeah. he is one in a million um, and you will laugh and that is one thing you will you will have a good time you will have a good time hanging out with us I and, guarantee you that but um, you'll think well here I am on the Tennessee Virginia line and I think I've seen it all and then you see yeah. Bert and yeah and then you hear Bert <laughs> <laughs> don't, uh, don't don't uh, if, if, he'll if wrestle you, with you yeah he'll wrestle with you but if uh, if you find us. Don't be sensitive about anything, because we could say anything, we could do anything. You never know what you're going to get when it comes to us. Right. But we will be there. It's we want to. We want to hang out with people. We want to meet some people. You know, meet some listeners, meet some followers, whatever the case Absolutely. may be. Um, stop by and get a koozie. Stop. Yeah. Stop by and get a koozie. Yeah. Um, we're going to have plenty of koozies. But, so, yeah. as a matter of fact, you know. If, if you can beat us in a game of cornhole, maybe maybe you can get a koozie or a t-shirt out of us. I, I think you'll probably get a koozie for playing. You'll Absolutely. get a t-shirt for winning. Probably. I mean, I, I don't I don't know exactly. I haven't I, lined I it say, out yet. I say if they lose, they get a ride in the wall, get our logo tattooed <laughs> on them. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I like that. But one thing maybe I want to do I wanna, a shot if they lose. Yeah. How about that? Because I'll have some moonshine there. Okay. All right, then. I'm good with that. Yeah, you know, I mean, we we might add stipulations as the game's going on. You okay. never know. You never how know it goes. what's going to happen. <laughs> but I do want to say one thing before we go. I I told you, um, and this was between us. I haven't said this on the air or anything. I, I I told you some weeks back, maybe a couple months ago, that I had a surprise for you. The day after Bristol, it's 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 a place that we can go to. Okay, I don't want to give too much away because I still want it to be a surprise. But it's a place. But I want to give you a clue. Is it the place that... Uh, I just want to like give you... 15 years ago, we said if we ever got separated, that's where we'd meet? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not that same place. <laughs> but I, I found this place not too long ago, probably within the past year. You know, So I didn't know about this last year when we went to Bristol. <clears throat> but I do know that this place is fairly close. And I want to give you a hint as to where it is because I don't want to give it away but before uh, you give me the hint is okay. it in the, is it on the Virginia side or the Tennessee side Tennessee okay we're staying in God's country there we go okay um the first clue and I'll give you another clue next week the first clue is bagpipes I know that don't fucking help you at all. No, it does. Really? What do you think it is? Rowdy Rowdy Popper. Well, he played he played some bagpipes, but we're not going to see Rowdy Rowdy Piper. 
I don't he, even know. He's dead. I know he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where his <laughs> I don't know where his uh Great his plot book. is. I don't know. But that, that's it's not thing, Rowdy Roddy that's Piper. The first right? thing I'll go I ahead think and, of. and go ahead and tell you that. And that'll give you some food for thought for the next week. And next week I'll give you another clue. And we'll see but, if you can guess. But what I it. mean there's two things I think of when I think of bagpipes. It's Rowdy Roddy Piper, WWE legend, great mm-hmm. and corn. The heavy metal band. Yeah. You know, so. Well, it's neither one of those. Okay. I but mean, that's just, we might see some corn. I mean, we're going to be in East Tennessee. I'm sure so I'm we sure will before we corn. get out of Indiana. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but it's a uh, place on the map. Okay. It's not a person. That's all I'm going to give you for now. Give you something to think about. Um, but that's all I really had. I uh, wanted to give you that clue. wanted to promote us a little bit. Um, so if you're out there, if you're going to Bristol, stop by. We're going to be right across the street from the track, from the main, the main entrance. Yeah, of, we'll be right across. Track. If you see the big Bristol sign that goes vertically up, yeah, the side of the Great Coliseum, the last Great Coliseum. Yeah. If you can see that sign, just look in the yard right across the street. Look in the yard right across the street. We'll be right there. Yeah, there's a there's a four lane highway, two lanes each way. Then there'll be grass and vendors. Then there'll be some porta potties. <laughs> Then there'll be... <laughs> then it'll be us. Then it'll be the riding wall. <laughs> right there. The riding wall dudes right there. Yeah. And, and and their crew. Yeah. You know? I mean, we're so going to have Mama Jess, Mama Lou, uh-huh. uh, Bert. My mom uh, and dad's going to be there. Your parents going to come with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have the... You know, we'll just have... We'll have everything there that we need to have. Yeah. We'll have some bush light, bush light cornhole boards. Absolutely. So, yeah. Stop in. Have a good yeah, time. Smoke sent them to me. You yeah, know, I'm such a big. Oh, I know. You know I know. Yeah. We, you know, he knows me and you're BFS, but he he he's trying to weasel his way in there, you know. Yes. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie, he gives me a ride. Yeah. If he gives me a ride, kind of ride. I'm gonna uh, in in the race. Oh, okay. you know what I'm saying. Okay. So, but oh, if he well, gives I me had a, to ask. Right. If he mean? if he if he puts two of his charters up. <clears throat> Now I did hear that was a rumor. Right. And as I, a rumor. I think I think that's squash. But you know, well, let's just say he does throw up two of his charters and I say, Hey Smoke, we've been pretty tight for a long time. Mm-hmm. So before before we know you got these two charters up, but before you sell them, before you let them go, you put me and Chad in one. Yeah. Won't you let us each take take it out for this race? Let us show show what we can do. You know what I'm saying? And then we start making him some money. Guaranteed. Then, then we're up there, two of us in the top five. You know what I'm saying? Then and, he has no choice but to keep us in the seats. Right. I mean, how could you not? I mean, it's like hitting a hitting a lottery every week. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's a big good time. Yeah. So. So if you're there, t- check us out. Um, <clears throat> if not, you'll hear us before and after the race. Um, but that's all I've got for this week. Yep, me too. So if you're going to any racetracks this week, take somebody new. Like I always say, take a new face. Because if, if new faces ain't going to the tracks, this sport's going to die. So we don't want that. Take some new people. You know, um, Make sure they have some fun. Have some excitement. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.